0: Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour.
1: Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 195, slowly chugging our way through to episode 200. We'll have a little announcement for one of the ideas we have planned for that coming in the next week or so. But before that, in the meantime, we have guests tonight. And actually, I guested on their show a couple months ago talking about good old Yu-Gi-Oh! Duels to the Roses. We have Rigney and Yizer from the Reliving Retro podcast. Boys, how you doing?
2: Pretty good. Great, man. How are you?
1: Doing good. Can't complain. So before we get into everything, where can everybody find you?
2: So uh, our main thing is YouTube. If you want to check us out on YouTube, that's where we post all of our episodes. We also have um, all of our episodes going on to Spotify. Obviously, audio only there. Video on YouTube. And um, we're most active on Twitter if you want to see what we're doing. It's Twitter pretty much uh, Instagram, a little bit, not too much though, but mostly Twitter and it's just reliving retro on all that stuff. So pretty easy to find us.
0: Nice. Yeah. And thank you guys once again for coming on. And to Jim's point, we will have all the links below. Make sure to give these guys subscription, give them five stars anywhere they you can and uh, make sure to hit the notification bell on YouTube. Cause that is one of the easiest ways to make sure you're up to date with all their subscriptions. Appreciate it. So, boys, how you been? Um, obviously, I know we are talking a little football before. Um, <laughs> there's a Giants fan here, but, you know, that was a rough well, game for well, anyone. I'll say that. I'll say that.
3: <laughs> I, don't yeah. know. I don't know why I watched the whole thing, but
0: I did. <laughs> were, were, you, were you still holding out any – at what point did you just give up hope altogether?
3: Uh, it was, I mean, before <laughs> halftime. What was it, half to 28-0 at halftime? It was yeah. was <laughs> around those lines. Before
0: that. Did you see the little blow-up? uh you know, from digs at the at the or no, I'm sorry. That was that was yesterday's game. That wasn't even the Bills game. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. I yeah, was, I saw that too. Though I said for New York fans all across the board, it's been a it's been a little rough. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
2: I'm glad we didn't even. I'm glad the Jets didn't even make it, so I didn't have to worry about being stressed. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: hey, at least the Jets were like surprisingly good this year. So. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, until
2: Zach Wilson had to come back and play, and then it was it was you know par for the course. <laughs> yeah.
1: I keep forgetting Zach Wilson's still in the league, and then I see him, and I'm just like, "Oh yeah, he's still around."
2: Yeah, somehow, somehow, <laughs> he's only still. two years in, but he's uh, he's somehow made his way out of the league already.
1: <laughs> well, dude, I mean, you say that, but like Chad Henney's the backup for Kansas City, and he's been around since 2008, and he's never been anything. So
2: these <laughs> guys true. just find a way to stick around. <laughs> to be fair, N- Nathan Peterman is somehow still in the league. <laughs> so and that dude was trash. God, you have me there, Jesus. <laughs> uh, he he started for the Bills orig- originally, then he went to the Raiders. I think he's thrown more. I want to say one game he threw more interceptions than he did completions. Uh, it's been he's like historically bad, and somehow he's still in the league. It's amazing.
0: Now, now, boys, I want to ask you. Um, I you know love your content. You're in season four now of yep, your main show. Yeah. Yep, so, just started. season four. Let me ask you, what was the uh, the moment that you guys said, you know what? Let's get together. Let's make a channel. Like what? What was that? What was the inception of that?
2: Um, well, I think I think uh, actually the inception kind of uh, started from Elden Ring, believe it or not, because I think the was trying to get me to play Elden Ring because it was one of his. It's one of his favorite games of all time. And uh, I was like, "All right, dude, I'll play Elden Ring if you play Earthbound." You know what I mean? Because Earthbound's <laughs> one of my favorites of all time. And he's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, you want like an RPG?" He's like, "You should play Chrono Trigger." I was like, "Actually, I've never played it. It would be fun to play." And then we decided that I was like, "You know what, dude? We should like just start a podcast where we <laughs> just play all these games that we never got to as kids." And nice. so that's that's pretty much how it worked. It was the birth.
0: No, no, I like I liked that. And, I and you know, I like that it is super focused. I guess, is there, before you guys started this, are you major collectors, like, or was it more casual? And now, as you said, you're getting a chance like we all do. I think we all look at our childhood and go, oh, I can't wait to get older and, and play games finally because I can actually afford <laughs> them or this or that. And yeah. then you realize, I ain't got the time to do all that. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking for myself, uh, I used to be a pretty big collector. Um, maybe ten or so years ago, sold off most of my collection. About seven, six years ago, something like that. Uh, you know, I still have some stuff. Uh, not hard, like hardly anything compared. Like um, like Brian, I can see in the background. You know, what I mean, like you have a pretty you know sizable collection. My collection was you know pretty close to kind of like what you have going on. Um, now it's you know fractions of, of what you have now uh but yeah I, i've sold a bunch off uh guys, you never really got into collecting right
3: no i never really collected I, I wouldn't even say i really got into like gaming gaming until like senior year uh world of warcraft 2007 when burning, burning crusade came out yeah that's i mean that's the game i played the most yeah.
2: probably so
1: you weren't into gaming until you got into the game that just would consume your life you're an all <laughs> in <definitely laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah
2: i mean i would casually play games before that but that's like not doing drugs and then jumping right in the hair Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just that's, skipped over
0: everything. He's like, "Yep, that's what happened." <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it's funny, Regney, because I was—I'm the same exact as you. So my collection—the mm-hmm. blue behind me—are my games. But like, I started recollecting, uh, like the 360 era and like Xbox, okay. PS2. That—that's my biggest collection. I yeah. was like you. My NES, my Super NES, Genesis. Like I sold off almost everything because i was like in high school i was like ah, i don't really play them as much da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and jim is the monster you can't see from this angle but he he has a uh, a sickness when it comes to collecting like he probably still has <laughs> like the first you know kb toys <laughs> bag he ever used like he has That's so cool, many random things mm-hmm. and like so his collection is massive Whereas, like, me, I'm, like, now making up lost time of, like, oh, fuck, why did I ever sell this game? Let me yeah. go back. So, yeah, like, I'm definitely more on that that end as well. Yeah, but Brian's,
1: no. Brian's is nice and contained. My basement right now needs, like, a full redo right now to not look like complete shit with just all the crap I have. Right? Where I'm just surrounded by ancient plastic. It's a sickness.
2: <laughs> I love it, though.
0: Well, Jim, you also have the thing where it's, like, i joke that you're a shelf collector because you are but the thing is you have so many great games i'm like jim you need to get through you need to get through and then i see you on our discord and twitter you're like oh this other random japanese hentai game or this other random shooter of girls in schoolgirl uniforms I'm like why do you keep buying this stupid shit and i know you're buying (laughs) it for a switch so you i know you're paying top dollar for it and i'm like just wasting those ducats left no no
1: no those anti games are only like eight bucks come on now Brian. <laughs> Not that <Damn>
0: <laughs> 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 but no i mean uh i guess like everyone else you know when you first start channels you know you guys already clearly have way better mic setups way better like there was obviously a lot of thought put into to it so did you yeah. guys have any experience like Editing, video, produce anything before you start your channel, or was it really like once you thought about doing it, you all, you just looked it up and then knew how to do it? Uh,
2: well, actually, so um, I have another podcast and it's just it's just sports based essentially with my other buddy Trav and it's just called the Trav and Rigney Show, and uh you know, so we just do like sports stuff and we've had the microphones and all that kind of set up front like for that one and we're about like two hundred or so episodes deep. for that one and then we started this one in uh you know april of 2021 and then so the only thing we didn't really know how to do was the video stuff and for that i just outsourced i'm like yo i need an editor for sure because i don't know what i'm doing as far as video video editing goes Mm -hmm. and like you were saying like before the show with like you know syncing audio to video or whatever like i don't know how to do that stuff (laughs) man so i'm gonna pay somebody to do it because you know it's worth it you know i'm not we're not making money on this but you know what it's a lot of fun to do and i'm we're willing to pay somebody to like make it look good you know yeah.
0: no that's awesome i mean it the learning curve jim and i have told the story many times shit, when we first started we used rock band mics from the friggin like, <laughs> oh, like oh it's a shit, usb dude. thing and yeah we we were so cheap we didn't have an arm so i taped it to one of my old hockey sticks and we held it like it <laughs> was, was awesome. as low rent as you could get you know use windows movie maker as our editing software mm-hmm. for it's like so I, I like I said when I saw your guys' set, I was like, all right, clearly they they're like a couple legs up from where we were, like, <laughs> you know. So I, I like I like seeing that, but I guess the question we is, um, so do you guys like when you when you're going into a game and when you're playing it, do you do you kind of script out anything in terms of like major things you want to hit on? I like I know you go through, you have your categories that you rank them on, mm-hmm. but um, is there like is there a moment when you're playing a game you like we really need to make sure we hit on this, this, or this? or is it more just like natural free flow? like uh, let's just talk off the top of our heads. Uh,
2: I can't speak for you either, but I'll go first. Yeah. Um, so for for me, I think the I think the podcast is more fun if we have as little communication of like during the week of playing the game as possible. So then we're getting genuine reactions when we talk on the show, even in this from being a guest, but, uh, if you're a guest on the show, I ask that you don't share the ratings before, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'd rather you say them on the show so we can discuss them more like live. Um, just cause I think it's just, it just makes for better conversation. I think if I already know what you guys are going to talk about, then I don't think it's as fun. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as like what I do, um, if i'm playing through the game i'm trying to take note of story obviously a lot of these games we don't have like the physical you know cartridges or discs for or whatever so uh we play a lot of emulating um we do a lot of emulating for the for the games and we tend to uh look up like the manuals so we look up like all the Mm -hmm. um you know pictures of the manuals or whatever so we can try to read through those because we kind of want to play it as if we're playing it for the first time back Mm -hmm. then also so to have the manual i think that's one of the most important things that, that we try to do is just try to set ourselves back in the time that it came out so reading the manual is huge um but yeah you know I, I just play the game and if there's anything that i feel like i definitely need to talk about i'll jot it down in my notepad on my phone and then i'll just have my notepad up during the show and, and kind of just try to make note of it when it comes my turn to talk about that specific thing for that category what do yeah. i do yeah same i same just kind of i just idea.
3: play the game and uh I mean sometimes i don't even pay as close of attention as i should to like some of the things we're going to be grading like <laughs> like the sounds and shit. sometimes i gotta like go back in and listen again or like you know like uh, like last week right before we were recording i went back in and just played a bunch of uh like quick games just to like experience like, like a little, a little bit more
0: refresher yeah right right, right. Yeah. yeah
3: so yeah and then it's i usually wait till like the last second to grade it so I could, I could probably take notes while playing and maybe it would be, it would be a little better.
2: But. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's different for each game too because there's some games that we've done that I've played a, a billion times, right? Like Super Mario 3 we've done. Oh, so yeah. like that game I've played through a million times. So I don't really need to take notes on that one. I could tell you the score is like, you know, right off the top of my head because I've played it for so long. But then there's other games like... Uh, like our most recent episode, War of the Monsters for PS2, I've never played that game in my life, right? So, mm-hmm. that one I had to make, you know, kind of pay more attention to, like, the sounds and the, you know, what's the story about and whatever. Um, Just bought that
0: a couple weeks ago. Nice. And when I saw you Dude, did the nice. episode, I was like, son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, not to spoil anything, but it's pretty good. You know, if you can get past some of the clunky controls, I think it's a pretty fun game, especially if you can play it with somebody else.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so, Jim and I have said, like, that generation the ps2 xbox throw in dreamcast and gamecube like those mm-hmm. games for the most part have aged way better than they should have i feel like and you can go back and still have fun mm-hmm. the graphics and sound don't take it out like it don't age it too badly and yeah every time i feel like we go back and play some of those games i'm like god damn they really are a lot of great games on these systems that mm-hmm. we don't get to play enough and yeah i went on a spree of like games that was listed as like an underrated game and I never played it. So I was like, you know what? Let me pick it up. And and yeah. And then I saw your guys episode. I was like, huh, that's a hell of a coincidence. So (laughs) no, I like that. Now,
1: actually for the format with your guys show, what do you actually enjoy talking about more new games or just nerding out over old classics?
3: Mm.
2: Um, I mean, I gotta be honest, man. I don't really play new games. (laughs) I just mean, I really, like, new to no. you, I should say, for, like, when you're recording oh, oh, an episode okay, or have okay, a guest okay, who's oh, like,
1: I want to talk oh, about this.
2: Uh, I enjoy new games more, I think. Um, I think some of our more... Some of some of our, like, funner episodes, I think, have stemmed from playing a game we've never played before and just being surprised by it. Um, yeah. You know, biggest biggest surprise uh, was Wild Guns for us. Couldn't believe how good that game was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yazir, yeah, what about you? New yeah, games, I, would, old games?
3: I would say the same. I mean, most of these games are, are new to me. Anyways, like I said, I didn't really start... Playing a ton of games until i was you know older like 18 or so so most of these games are new to me so but definitely is it's more fun to talk about games that i i hadn't played before or even heard of most of these games honestly
2: yeah i think that's one of my favorite parts about the show is just getting like a lot of these games i've had the same kind of old take on right because i've played them so many times but to get his refreshing take on it for somebody who's never played the game and he grew up without, like, an NES or a Super Nintendo. or I mean, even if it was in his house, he'd never really played it because he grew up as, you know, the youngest of three brothers and they kind of dominated the whole video game mm-hmm. situation yeah. in that house. Yeah, yeah. Where I grew up, like, being the oldest person that cared about games other than my parents. So, like, like, my two sisters are older than me, but they never really played games. And it was just me, my brother, and then, like, my two parents uh, played games. Um, but other than that, you know what I mean? Like, nobody... I was never really competing with games with anybody, so... I, I've been playing them since you know since the early 90s, so I've always been playing like the NES and Super Nintendo and stuff.
0: No, and, and I definitely like that and that's why I think I noticed what you guys are like some of your reactions. like I loved watching you with like the Tony Hawk stuff because it's like, <laughs> like I have a lot of nostalgia from playing that, and you're like, I have to figure out these fucking control like, like like just seeing that because it's like, well, I like that because then you're really coming in there like, do these games age well? And for somebody yeah. with zero nostalgia to to you now, you're going to get a more authentic reaction. So I, I do like that aspect of it. It's it's definitely nice. You, you get both of you from both ends of that. Mm, yeah, yeah. 100%. But, uh, no, like I said, I mean, if anyone is watching, you haven't already, make sure you hit up their channels. But, boys, I know we're talking about games, but obviously you're on this podcast and I already see you lifting your cans. So uh, <laughs> so what do you got and what are you drinking with us tonight?
2: uh i'm just drinking a coors light today um you know it's like it's old faithful for me you know when i don't know what else to go with i just go with a coors light it's my beer olympics beer of choice and uh <laughs> uh you guys here you
3: i'm going i'm pure white trash today with the yingling tall boys yeah <laughs> hell yeah good old yeah, pa is,
0: classic <laughs> yeah dude,
3: this is my go-to too this is basically the only beer i drink unless i'm out somewhere nice yeah <laughs> and i'll order something off the tap <laughs> I if say, they don't have angling on tap, I'll order something fancy. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say, do either of you partake in craft beer at all, or not really?
2: I, I don't. So I only drink beer when it's a competitive setting. That sounds so bad, but it's true. <laughs> like, like if so, so you know, if I'm at my buddy's house or whatever, and we have like some beer pong going, which kind of sounds crazy, right? Because we're 33, but we still do it. I don't yeah, care. I'm gonna be 34 in three days. Happy <laughs> birthday, man! Thank you um all right buddy. so <laughs> hey, cheers man so cheers yeah so i mean if we're you know if we're playing beer pong or whatever then yeah you know i'll, I'll pound beers but uh you know i never drink casually like ever um mm, and good. if i if i did uh it wouldn't be beer i would probably be drinking like whiskey sours or something you know good what i mean good move.
3: Okay. yeah
2: so my favorite beer
3: is actually it's a a new england ipa from sloop brewery um about an hour downstate from us hmm. um yeah it's a new england it's super like juicy uh ipa did i say juice bomb did i say juice bomber just say sloop i said you said you sloop, said sloop okay yeah. yeah well it's juice bomb by sloop and it's really really good it's uh six and a half percent super juicy not like barely bitter at all but like it's 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 great and they make juicy juicier bomb which is a double hopped and they make juicy juicier bomb which is triple hop mm-hmm. so they <laughs> they got yeah levels to this shit but they're all really good well, it's, it sounds like you
0: go into beer the same way you did gaming. Like you went right for one of the like <laughs> hoppiest types of beer you can, and you <laughs> both feed in. You really like it, so that's cool.
3: Yeah, you yeah. Know. Well, the thing with the New England's is they're not like incredibly hoppy. Nah, they're, they're more like juicy said, than they are. Yeah, yeah. They A lot are more flavor,
0: smoother, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're more palatable. Especially like IPAs have been just so goddamn dominant of the market for so long, and then the hazy's mm-hmm. came out, and everyone's like, oh ipas can kind of taste good you you don't just have pine so yeah you're (laughs) like oh this this isn't too bad and then yeah then it turns a lot of people onto those then you start dipping your toes in milkshake ipas and all the other types and yeah
3: oh yeah my brother was in a homebrew competition once he lives in indiana and somebody made a strawberry milkshake Mm -hmm. uh, ipa and it literally tasted like nesquik
0: yeah
1: i, I like couldn't really? stop drinking it
3: yeah it tastes lot, like strawberry nesquik because a lot of time beer. when
1: people say what do you call it milkshake ipa or milkshake anything like it doesn't you barely even taste any of the lactose or anything in there so he actually pulled it off
3: huh oh dude it tastes legitimately like straight up like strawberry nesquik i was like amazed by it i couldn't drink a ton of it but you know because who wants to drink beer that tastes like milk but
0: i mean yeah it's 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 pretty <laughs> damn heavy on you.
3: yeah yeah but it was crazy good for at least a cup.
0: Nice. What about you Jamers? what you got tonight? Well, Brian, tonight I am drinking
1: from good old Southern Tier, the Frosted Sugar Cookie Imperial Ale. Whoa. So, yeah, uh, this is a uh, a buddy of mine the brought over. over
0: this- Christmas beers. No no, 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 no. A
1: buddy brought over this past weekend. So, I don't know if he saw it on a clearance shelf or what. Apparently, he paid like 20 bucks for the four pack. So, I don't think he paid, got any Oof. deal on it. But yeah, 6. 6 uh 8.6% 6, alcohol, and this is sweet, 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 sweet. Like I'm only halfway done it, and I already have that pure sugar film going along my lips right now. <laughs> it's, it is intense. It's all spices. It's all flavor. It's one of those ones that I just know I can't have a lot of at once.
0: Mm. Okay. But it is tasty. I, it does
1: taste like a sugar cookie, <laughs> so I'll give it that. But,
0: oh, boy. I was going to say, I, I was at Weiss today, and I actually saw that there. But, yeah, it's in their clearance because it's, it's old Christmas drinks. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Look, he, he right. pulled at me. I can't complain. I do the same yeah. thing. Nice.
2: Can I ask yeah. you guys a question about some beer? Sure. Oh yeah, Hell yeah. Well, what's your least favorite beer you've ever had?
0: Ooh. So, uh, Jim and I think both have the same answer. One of the worst ones we ever had is actually Yingling has
3: a... October. Not, 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 nope. No, no, no. We not like the October. So really? there's, there's yep. Yingling we'll Light,
0: which is fine. And then there's Yingling Light Beer, which I believe is only in cans. Oh. And it's like If it's four percent, that's being generous. Like it might be four or four and a half percent. It tastes like literally whatever's left over after they brewed a whole batch of something and added a little bit of water, like no flavor. It smells stale, like there was just nothing good. And we're like, did we get a bad batch? Tried it again, and we're like, Nope, it's just really, really bad. (laughs) Now it's super cheap, so you know, from a pricing standpoint, you're like, it is what it is. But yeah that, that was like the least flavorful beer. Now the only goofy one I think we've had and we've talked about a few times um Jim do you remember De, Ghostface Killer? De, no no no, Derise. Oh De, yeah. Fucking so there was a um Flying I, Dog. I, Flying Dog um you guys may have seen their bottles. They have like Raging Bitch IPA. It's very artistic Oh I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Same company so the one is called like Dead Rise or D Rise. It's and there's a crab on the bottle, so they use like Old Bay and salt with an oh. IPA, and it just, it, I mean, if that's what flavors you want in your beer, oh but mixed with an IPA, like it's just, it's bitter, it's salty, it's like Old Bay, and I'm like, I don't even care if you're eating crabs and like that shit, like it did not, it wasn't enjoyable at all. So, yeah, those are the two I would say, you can you can probably stay away from.
3: That sounds. And, I love and, crab and I love Old Bay, but. That does not sound. Yeah, and then
2: IPA doesn't
0: mix good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean sometimes you take like a you know a flavor you'd think you'd love. I actually I think my worst, the worst beer I've ever had as far as like not like a you know a regular light beer or whatever, um, was a bacon IPA.
3: Oh, oh, oh.
0: bacon IPA. I did not even ever.
2: Yeah, it was like a bacon IPA, and um, (laughs) it was it was uh, it was like one of like the. It was in like a restaurant around here i can't remember where i had it but it was it tasted so much like faking bacon like that like um you know what i mean like the sprinkled like fake bacon that you could like put oh, on things I to like, saying, mm-hmm. like
3: bacon strips from for like your dogs <laughs> Dog. maybe maybe Might, as well I might have eat, enjoyed right? those
2: more i don't know but this was <laughs> so bad it was so bad um yeah so I, I i can't tell you like a brand or anything but it was just in some restaurant around here you know, I mean, as soon as awful.
1: he said that, the first thing I thought was they just put a shitload of bacon bits in like a magic bullet and macerated it and just poured it
2: into a batch.
1: <laughs> okay, like, <"Yeah>, that's good. <laughs> this will
0: work.
2: Yeah. That might have been what they did. I don't know. <laughs> it was bad, though. It was awful.
0: I mean, Jim, I, I think I pretty much hit the, our worst, right? And or the crazy thing
1: you... about the you did hit them. And the crazy thing about it is we're talking beers we've tried like six, seven years ago, and they're still the worst ones we've had. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like for the worst ones of like a beer that like really tries, anytime they say sea salt, it's always like, all right, I'll give us a shot. And you're always trying to go, eh. Like, I've never had a good <laughs> sea salt beer.
0: Yeah. You talked right. about mixed drinks, like in those. You can you can get away with salt with that. Salt and beer, that's, like, I don't care what style you do. And, like, Jim even really likes sours. You can go goes. Like, there's a lot of different styles where there's weirder flavors. But salt, yeah, that's one you don't want to do. Like, I've had, um... Oyster stouts, which sound disgusting, and they're not bad. Like, they're not you are not having them, and you're like, I wouldn't think this is okay, but it's it's fine, you know. Like
3: mm-hmm. even the know. chunks,
0: like, even the chunks in them, you're just like, oh, yeah, oh,
3: wasn't no. expecting that. Yeah, that <laughs> <chunks>. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh,
2: that's I, <laughs> I can't even imagine.
0: Yeah,
1: we've had oyster chunk <laughs> in beer, and these other beers are still worse. Let's put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's crazy.
2: I mean, as far as light beer goes, I think like my least favorite w- for a while was like Milwaukee's Best. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had that one. And then there's oh, yeah. a sir. That is my a, dad's
1: favorite beer. So yes, I've it? been exposed. Yeah, that Beast is Light. How Jim, that is
0: his. <laughs> That is how yeah, Jim so, came into this world.
1: <laughs>
2: so that, that's hilarious because it's not so wrong. we we also called it a uh, Beast, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> so we also called it Beast, and we just thought it was awful, right? Mm-hmm. And then one time uh, there's a. There's a like a local convenience store. It's like a chain store. It's everywhere in New York, and it's called Stewart's. Uh, not sure if you guys are familiar, mm-hmm. but uh, it's got it kind of like probably like what your guys Wawa is, except okay. probably right. less less cool. I think Wawas are better. Um, oh, to be man. no, they're <laughs> better, dude. I don't know. Not a Wawa. <laughs> they're, but better, they <laughs> they're better, dude. They're better. right. They're like Cumberland Farms. What? Dude. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, so yeah, so they came out with a beer. Uh, they came out with a beer, and um, they called it like Mountain Brew Light or something like that. And we called it the Slayer because it was worse than the Beast. Uh, mm. So yeah, so that was probably the worst beer we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Actually, quick aside. Still
3: reserve for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, quick aside, Bry. How many episodes now recently have we had fights over our favorite gas station restaurant?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot. I mean, here's the deal with. I never mind when it's. What I always find funny is if there're states out there where people are like oh the best ever 711. We're like oh well you must just have no other options. <laughs> yeah, but in right? PA, you know, the argument always ends up being Wawa and Sheets and like it's a stupid argument. Wawa's better, <laughs> Sheets just has more food options. It's like well, what are you gonna do? But but at the end of the day, like I said, I never mind it, Wawa is a thing. Like, yeah, it's a very PA thing. Randomly, we have something. What is it in Florida and like two other states?
2: Or something. Yeah, there's a bunch in New Jersey too. I think.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but no, like, like you said, Stewarts. Like, I that would be to me. That's a. Yeah, you know, I don't even know what it is, but it would be somewhere I go. Okay, I'd believe it. That that that'd be your guy's favorite. Yeah. As long as it's somewhere to go, three in the morning. Get something to eat, you know, after you're really <laughs> drunk. Get your Gatorades, get your whatever, and you, ha- you can get some food too, and maybe gas, and it's fine.
2: See, that's my biggest argument why Cumbie's better. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, my because, brother, my brother is like better. a high ranking like member of Stewart's, by yes. the way. <laughs> uh, but uh, Stewart's closes at like 11 o'clock 11. everywhere. What? Like, Cumbie's oh. is open 24 hours. I'm like, how is it not better? they got
3: their food yeah. oh,
2: they got their own
3: ice cream bro stewart's ice cream is not oh, yeah. rivaled by any other stewart's ice, cream. ice
2: cream is really really good i'll give it that but like it doesn't matter if i can't go in there at midnight and buy it
1: yeah 11 o'clock that's a terrible business model what the hell are they doing
2: 11, yeah they open it's at crazy. what like the four they do open really early yeah like 4 a.m or something like that something stupid
3: nice They might as well just stay open you know it's <laughs> do yeah do other
0: things they're just losing money at that point <laughs> yeah yeah no, but, uh, but speaking of beers, I'm almost on my first one, and I go with uh, tonight. This is the first—well, I'm going to knock on wood here. I've been on cough medicine, NyQuil, all shit. Like, I have this nasty-ass cough cold going on. So it's my first beer in a week, and I decide to keep it simple with Guinness. It's my favorite go-to beer. We've talked many times. Um, even people who don't like stouts, it's a great introductory beer. It's not too high on alcohol. And it actually sits lighter than it should because it is a stout. Um, goes down super smooth, and I never feel bad after a night of drinking Guinnesses. So, oh, yeah, it's always my go-to.
3: Have you ever had a night of just straight-up Irish car Because
0: Oh, that's oh, yeah. how
3: I used to. Uh, <laughs> I think from my stretch
0: from 19 to 23, of the bartenders I would be dating, we would go there every night. I'd just give her 20, and we would start. About three or four car bombs that starts the night off, and yeah, well, if you ever puke up a car bomb, that's always um oh, a, pleas- a pleasant time.
3: Three is yeah. fine. As soon as number four goes down, it's all it's, coming back yeah,
0: up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but like straight Guinness, yeah, in non-car bomb form, it's delightful. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> like it.
1: So, guys, we know you do a different game every episode for your show, but what have you been playing just in general or casually lately?
2: Yeah. Uh, so for me, I've been playing It Takes Two, lately. Okay. Um, and Game this of the is, Year
0: last year. Nice. Well,
2: well, it's not gonna win me any Father of the Year awards because I've been playing it with my seven-year-old daughter. Um okay. And there's some, there's some. I don't know if you guys have ever, have you guys ever played it? Mm-mm, not yet. All right. So I don't want to ruin anything for you, but it, it's a little dark. It's darker than I thought it was going to be going into it. That's one hundred percent for sure. Uh, Your so daughter's crying. With, you're like, we have to beat it. <laughs> yeah um that happened yesterday actually <laughs> oh no she wasn't crying but she was just like i don't want to do this i really don't want to do this and i'm like it's fine they're just they're bad parents you'll figure it out like yeah. it's, it's gonna be all right uh yeah so we got through that part and like i said i don't want to ruin anything but yeah it's that's it's, when you look over and go don't you love daddy more now <laughs> <laughs> right right just by comparison she's yeah. like not really because you're making me play the game and I'm like, right, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a and fair me point do all these things that's, too. <laughs> that's a fair point um I just got done playing the messenger uh that was a really fun game uh indie game developed by uh sabotage studios um it's like a metroidvania i don't know if you guys have never played it it's very very good it's i've wanted probably to probably it, wanna... it's kind of
1: like uh, ninja guided metroidvania like mixed together right yeah
2: 100 like the first half of the game is like ninja Gaiden, and then the mm. second half of the game is like metroidvania ish uh there's so many different things you can do in that game like i never get bored um it's it's, it's crazy, too, because for like a side scrolling, like platformer, essentially, you would think like, oh, OK, this game is going to take me what, like six, eight hours or something like that to beat. No, it's like a 20 plus hour game. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it's it's great, though. I had a blast uh, playing that and then I beat the DLC that came out for it as well called Picnic Panic. And nice. uh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, as far as that goes, uh, that's that's about. Oh, I've been playing through. Um, what's that game? Uh, uh, Pokemon uh, Let's Go uh, Pikachu. Been playing that one on my nice. switch nice yeah a little bit here and there but not too much nice what about you buddy
3: yeah so i recently not me personally but me my i'll call her my wife just for you know less details wife and daughter all like kind of played a a playthrough of let's go evie pretty re- recently yeah okay and then right before that we we played rcs all together i mean basically they would go out and collect all the shit, and that would kill the bosses <laughs> because nice. like the boss fights in arceus are like, like can, they can get kind of intense but um mm-hmm. um other than that i started a new playthrough of uh Elden ring my buddy was waiting for it to go on steam sale to buy it told me he bought it i'm mm-hmm. like all right cool man i'll start a whole new playthrough we can do co-op i'll do it all over again <laughs> turns out are you, he was like go
1: to summons he's like dude i need help
3: no, nah, he plays way too much wow to even give Elden Ring any time, so <laughs> um, nice. And uh recently I downloaded survivor.io on my phone and I've been playing that. Okay. Uh, too much, I think. <laughs> too much. <laughs> too much. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. I, I didn't expect it to be that good. But.
2: Yeah, you would message me saying like, saying like, yo, you know that game that like everybody sees a thousand ads for I O, And I'm like, mm, yep, I've seen the ads. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've seen so many of them at this point that I just downloaded the game just to like, what the hell, Same. I'll try it.
3: Well, I went to look for like how many downloads it had and what the rating was. It had 10 million downloads and the rating was 4.9. So I was like, oh, wow, maybe it has to be good, right? <laughs> And, and uh, even if it's
0: not it's, good, it's probably just ultra addictive.
3: Oh, it definitely is. But it's I mm-hmm. think it's good too, maybe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nice. What about you, Jambers? What you been up to? Are you still going through Shadow? <laughs> just shadow. Just Shadow the fucking hedgehog. When when
1: we're when we're uh when we're done this episode and we're rendering it, I'm gonna finish up my ninth playthrough of it. And then it'll be one more so I can get the goddamn real ending, and then I can never touch it the fuck
2: can't no. you just get good Oh, I've,
1: I've gotten good Brian I, I know that game too well at this point
2: now Dude. I'm not familiar but you said you played through it nine times and one more you get the real ending you have to play through the game ten times the, or is that the game how has, long it's taken you
1: the game has yeah it's just based around Shadow the Hedgehog it's the edgy Sonic spinoff that they did in the mid 2000s and yeah, yeah there's ten different endings and you have to get all ten before you're allowed to have the real final boss fight and real final ending.
2: Oh, oh my That's God. wild. How long is the game?
1: It's not long. Like, if you know what you're doing with the le- the missions, you can get through most of them in under 10 minutes, some of them in under five minutes. But mm-hmm. the problem is, like, each one split up into, like, good, bad, and neutral, Uh, like, well, dark, neutral, and hero missions. So that, deter- like, there's 363 different paths, basically, between all the choices you can make. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically six levels, and then a final boss fight for the most part. So, but some of these fucking missions, they can go on for like 20, 30 minutes if you don't know what you're doing. You're just running around the level going, where is this one goddamn thing? Oh, God, like sometimes it's that. like kill 50 enemies or like collect 400 rings. And if you get hit, you lose rings. So,
0: so Jim, what oh, I'm hearing brutal. is it's maybe like an hour and a half tops.
1: Fucking torture. That's what it is.
2: It's <laughs> goddamn torture. I hate it. I hate it and I hate myself. <laughs> That's great. Uh,
0: yeah. I, um, so I just finished Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, excellent game if you are familiar with X-axis and XCOM and all those games and yep. you would really like this game What a, one thing I'll say is the core actual gameplay like combat mechanics are excellent um, there's just there's almost too much to do in this game like when you're at your home base it's like talk to every character develop relationship with them uh, travel the grounds and like unlock new areas like so it's like just one of those ones where you're like, at some point, you're like, I just want to get back to just doing the core thing. Mm-hmm. And you could avoid all that shit, but with me, with my OCD, I go, oh, I want to go and collect all the things and find all the powers and da 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 Excellent game, though. Um, I got it as a Christmas present, and I got the like, DLC pack with it, so next week deadpool's being released for it oh, i know cool. later nice. in the year they're gonna release storm morbius and venom as characters too right morbius yeah can't wait. morbid time jim <laughs> your favorite bonus episode we did exactly but uh yeah so i finished that so i was glad to like finally be done because that's a whew, easily 40 50 hour game um oh jeez And then on stream, once again, thank you for a subscription, uh, I just tried out The Mortuary Assistant, and here's the deal. That's a game, I'm not going to say like Sonic, but there are technically seven endings. Um, I decided, I was like, you know what, I played through it. On that stream, I got two of the endings. And I was like, you know what, I want to keep going. Um, Each playthrough is actually about an hour to an hour and a half, depending on how long you go. Um, But it's one of those weird ones where... I haven't been legit jump scared by a game in so long. Yeah. And this game was legit creepy where like the first 3 or 4 playthroughs they they don't like they limit some of the events you get. They're like RNG events basically. So you're surprised a lot of times like you learn stories, but by the time I was like finishing it I was like just getting. I was like, "Stop popping in my face, goddammit. it!" Like I'm just trying to get this done. <laughs> so it's it is a fun game. I got it like super cheap, probably like five bucks on Steam for a Steam sale. So nice. it's one of those ones where, if you're into horror and like a puzzle game, it it really is worth your time. And I would love to see Jim get the uh, jump scares because. <laughs> He is a jumpy boy. <laughs> Scream like a little girl like I am. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> jumpy boy. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm super into like, like horror games or whatever, but um, you know, was it last season, two seasons ago? At at some point, we played uh, Silent Hill. And I hadn't played that game since I was a kid, but I was like determined I'm like, okay, I'm gonna mm-hmm. definitely sit through and like beat this entire game. And uh but I wanted to play it like like the full on like experience of okay, I'm gonna play it in the pitch dark with like headphones okay. on. You know what I mean? So that's how I played it and i regret nothing a little bit i regret a little bit there were a couple times where i might have pooped myself a little bit um, yeah no but it was it was a good time um it was probably one of the uh one of my most i guess like fondest experiences of you know replaying a game that i'd played again uh when i was a kid
0: yeah and that's part of honestly why i like hard games so much is like you know most games you can walk away from and your experience is like it's fun it, but it's a generic. Whereas horror games, you're going to remember all the moments that creeped you out the most or like mm-hmm. jump scared you or whatever. And yeah, it, it like lives with you. It's like fun. So, yeah, for yeah, sure. That's, that's my genre of taste. So, all right, guys. So we're back with some fresh beers. And, uh, Chambers, I know we got actually a lot of questions week, once again, from our Patreon. So thank you guys. Get those questions in. And thank you, uh, Rem Dickman for signing up for our $10 tier. Make sure get your game request, your movie request get your questions in there man we really appreciate it thank you bud
1: oh yeah so patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game where for as little as two dollars a month you can ask a question we will answer on every single one of these power hour podcasts so a couple leftovers from last week that uh we got to after because we recorded a day early so first up from todd howard sucks what is the most expensive piece in your collection Ooh. for me it's my complete box boosha that's
0: easy that's a good one. Does he mean, like, what we paid for or what's probably most valuable as in, like, on the market right now?
1: I mean, that's just go with whatever you have. That's the most expensive, probably.
0: Hmm. Shit, I'll let you guys go. I got to think about it. I got to look at my shit. I got to think about
2: <laughs> it. Um, mine's a little weird. Again, I've, I've sold off most of my collection. I think at one point it was probably um, either Earthbound or Evo or something like that, but I sold oh, all yeah. those. Um, but mine's weird and I'm going to tell you what it is and you're going to be like, he's lying but it's uh, WWE 2013 and the reason is it's the, uh, it's the Stone Cold uh, it's the Austin 316 edition and these were like limited editions that you had to buy off of THQ's website to- the 2003 version of WWE uh, was the last made by THQ so this is a very short uh, print run and this game goes for anywhere i've seen it sell for anywhere between uh 200 and 500 bucks if it's complete
0: really holy shit yeah. i
3: had it's no pretty idea wild. I, was,
0: I was gonna yeah. say i had that w, that 2 k I i don't have that edition but i do have that game and that was one of the last ones i really enjoyed
2: yeah this one comes with um i have it over there but i'm not gonna get up and get it um this one comes with a uh it comes with like a dvd like part of like stone colds like bottom line uh like whatever whatever this dvd name was uh it came with that uh it came with a it came with an autographed um like stock card so it's just like a picture of him with his hands up and it's autographed by him uh and it's like a legit autograph it's not it's not like printed on or whatever um and then it just comes with a bunch of like dlc like it comes with like mike tyson dlc and like uh stone cold with like his um his atv or something like that Nice. That's weird. Yeah, there's not a ton that comes with it, but, you know, it, it goes for kind of a lot.
3: <laughs> it's pretty dope, though.
2: Yeah. I
0: see. For me, it, I, I don't know about, like, the pricing of my games. I've told Jim, I I imagine get Carrier and Obleed for Dreamcast at, like, $10 at, like, a good, not a good will I know, like, flea market. flea market. And they easily go for 150 or more because, one, they're horror games. Um,. But I would think, like, I don't know the value, but I, for a while there, COD was, like, our midnight release thing, and I always got, like, the biggest collector's edition, so I got mm-hmm. the night vision goggles and shit like that. So I get I don't oh, know oh, if shit. still having those full box and everything has value right now. My it guess probably is does. It might. So that, like, without me really diving into it, like, except for having all the WWE games for PS2, which apparently are worth money now yeah Here comes to up. pain is that's where yeah. I think at least like I, full value i have that so it's like you know uh, that's probably my most valuable stuff
2: if you have pokemon games those have been going up like crazy too i don't know if you're into pokemon at all but
0: i don't i
1: don't have a gym has those i, I have a couple so yeah yeah i know my soul silver with the pokey walker that's like up to two three hundred something like that
2: yeah they go for a lot
1: yeah. yeah, I remember because I got that from Dave and Buster's, and I was like, I definitely overpaid for it at the time because I did it with tickets and shit like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, but oh, right.
1: now, like ten years later, I've actually made money on. It. I was like, ah, look, 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 who's smart now? Not so much of a dummy.
2: <laughs> That's how my aunts would exclusively get the new consoles through david Buster's. I'm, I'm not even joking. They got their Switch through, or I'm sorry, they got their Wii U through that and their PS4 through that.
3: Nice. I my. Sorry, I bought my Switch off of a guy who won it at Dave and Buster's. That's awesome. A uh, buddy of mine, <laughs> yeah.
1: he goes almost every Wednesday because it's half price games, and like, he just like cleans up there, and he's about to buy a Switch from it, Switch OLED too.
3: So. <laughs> She's
2: just oh talking. shit, dude!
0: It's a new. Alright, you, guys? you I, mean, uh, I know you're not a collector, but.
3: I don't really, I don't know. I have no idea.
2: It has to be your, your Switch or your PC, I guess, right? Probably
3: my, well, definitely my PC, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, that, if that counts, then I'd say you're
2: my PC. That. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. If you're counting the PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to throw something in there. You got to get all,
3: those, all that RGB, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, next up from Leo. If all fighting game characters competed in a single elimination tournament, who is winning it all?
3: Um, Do the Dragon Ball Z games count? Because Goku does.
1: Ah shit! That's a, this, that, I would say that counts.
2: But we can rule them out though.
3: We can rule But right.
2: is this just going to get into a Goku versus Superman thing? Oh yeah, I was just going to say. I was going to say yeah. <laughs> right, no injustice. Superman. Superman.
0: Um. Yeah. Let's say core like where don't use DC or Marvel. Like only use core Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, okay, okay. all okay, those. Okay.
3: Yeah. Wow, that's hard to think about.
0: I mean. It's all going to be biased on whichever one you probably like the most. Like, you'd have to go with the major bosses, right? You'd have to go either, like, Shao Kahn, Akuma. Um, Devil Jin. Devil Jin. Like, yeah, you'd have to go with the biggest bosses from each game and think who would probably win.
2: Yeah, I think you eliminate everybody from Street Fighter at that point because they're just, like, normal yeah, dudes. Yeah, Street Fighter, they're you not know no well, really
1: from... The- I don't know, Super Psycho you know, Bison, he's pretty, uh... Nah, he ain't doing shit. <laughs> he ain't well, fuck me
0: that shit <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i mean just because I'll, I'll use my bias but i also think probably would be like a shao Kahn, or i'd even say the lu kang that's also raiden in the last one the fire lu kang oh, combo where he's both of them combined into one so he's like a lightning fire god i don't know
2: yeah Same that's
3: legitimate. interesting yeah that <laughs> seems legit <legitimate.
2: laughs> yeah. i'm not super well versed in like fighting games so this one you know i know like basic tekken from like you know ps1 days and you know mortal Kombat 2 and street fighter yeah. 2 that's like my thing <laughs> yeah
0: tekken i mean like jim said devil Jin would definitely be he'd be a contender really up till like the last point i'm trying to think like uh what's that fighting game jim the um the one where it's like the monsters the snk kind of what king of the monsters or no no the one um dark stalkers
2: oh that's yeah i cap was gonna Nombra, say yeah.
0: oh that's cap yeah i i was, I was
2: gonna, gonna say uh, dark stalkers would have uh, a couple i was gonna legitimate say I, contenders. i'm not
0: sure yeah who's like tops there i don't know what
2: that is. I, I don't know who's good in that i couldn't name a character from that i just know that the all the characters are crazy looking
1: yeah and i just know morgan <laughs> felicia because of oops. of course Jeff.
2: <laughs>
0: Jim actually wait Jim we're both stupid we know who's going to win all of it Ivan the Bear from Paul's brutal fury cuz his one his fucking, fucking
3: punch
1: <laughs> his standard like heavy punch can take off like 3 quarters of your life and daze you so we can just you it, days, game, so. so
0: like every time I played like Jim and I would like when we were reviewing games like that we would sit for like an hour or two I would, every time I picked him, he couldn't even touch me. Like, I would just hit him once, and then he's dazed, and I would just keep fucking him off. He's like, God damn it.
1: And I know oh, it was man. coming, too, and I still just couldn't get out of the way. And it would still just wreck me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Honorable mention then for Snoop Dogg for the Def Jam games. Oh. That dude,
3: <laughs> no, Busta was so jacked. S- S-
2: I actually had a hard time against, um. oh, who was it? Exhibit. No, no, no. Never mind. It'll come to me later. S-
3: well, no. my official vote goes to Yoshimitsu.
0: Okay. That fucking sword attack. That goddamn sword attack. S- yeah, He can
3: spin that sword so goddamn fast. He floats like a helicopter.
0: Oh, actually, though, would you consider uh, who's the who's the main guy again in uh, Soul Calibur? I don't know. Which uh, okay. yeah, The main
1: I'm, boss? Or like... Yeah, like the
0: main boss.
1: Oh, fucking, what is it called? He's like the essence of the sword. I forget what its name
0: is. Yeah, I was thinking maybe, maybe whatever that is. Uh, to me, it always looked like Tyrant with a sword. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I, I like that question. I that's one I would really want to. Jim, you know what we haven't done in a while. We need to do, let's do a little uh, bracket, and we'll throw in, in all the, like the major bosses and guys and have people vote on them. Right. We stopped doing it do when we had to thing. pay for
1: them. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe we have to resurrect them in one way or another.
1: Sounds like a plan. All right, next up, from Michael Soto. What is a game that you always check out but never actually buy? Hmm. I have a good one for this. Go so on. back in the PS2 days, uh, every time I'd go to GameStop or some kind of store, I would always, like looking through the aisles and shit like that, I'd always look at Dark Cloud, I'd always pick up Dark Cloud. I'd be like, this is gonna be the time. This is gonna be the time I get Dark Cloud. This looks good. And I'd always put it back and buy something else. Just for whatever goddamn reason, Dark Cloud was that one that always caught my eye, but I never went for.
2: My mom actually bought me Dark Cloud for Christmas one year. Just like super randomly. She always bought us like games that we never asked for, but I ended up liking. Like Earthbound, Dark Cloud, Silent Hill. Uh Just a bunch of games like that. Evolution for yeah. the Dreamcast.
3: All right, so similar situation to like always seeing it and like wanting to play it, but never did. It was like Dragon Age in those games. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. Never touched any of them like it's sounding sound and look pretty cool don't it
0: yeah
2: i've always uh, wanted to get into the final fantasies um uh, i've only ever played uh, seven and then ten up till blitz ball and then i was just obsessed with blitz ball so i just played blitz ball um but those are the only two i've ever played and i'm like no nah, i should de- definitely dedicate some time to playing two and three or four and six uh depending on what you want to call it uh and then I've heard nine is amazing as well, so I want to get into those nine at some so point. Good. Ten is so
3: much better than Blitzball. Shut up, dude. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nine yeah. and ten are really the only ones I played to the end, so
0: See, for me it's probably any first party Nintendo game because they won't they won't go goddamn down in value <laughs> or go on sale ever. Never. Um so it's, it's like I, I Jim and I both have the same resolution game this year. It's Luigi's Mansion. I actually got it on GameCube. I was like, I'll finally oh, get into that series now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I paid 30 bucks for it or something, complete in box. So I was like, oh, That's this good. is a good deal. Um, but that led me to go like, oh, maybe I'll get two and three. Fuck that. There's still like the prices <laughs> for them. I'm like, no. like This is ridiculous. You don't even like, have a 3DS, so you can't even do two. I don't care. It's just the point of like, I want to get them all. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I will never. Pro- like until they're super, super cheap or... I'll just emulate it. Like that's usually what I go yeah, to. Same go. as you guys.
3: There you go. Me and my wife got pretty close to beating uh, the the newest one for Switch, but first we stopped playing for some reason. Stopped
2: playing. Same thing happened with you me and my daughter. We played it for maybe like fifteen or sixteen hours or something like that, and then yep. just stopped. For some just reason. stopped. <laughs> yeah. Yep. New. We got a new game or something probably. Yeah.
1: <coughs> nice. All right. Next up from JD Mains. Would you rather the Eagles lose in the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl?
0: Son of a bitch. Why do <laughs> they got to just- lose? <laughs> we were just talking about this, and I, I said, I don't get the mentality of, of course, Super Bowl. I, as long as they don't get embarrassed, like it'll still make the Super Bowl more exciting for me if they get to the Super Bowl. So as, as much as it pained me when they lost at Patriots in 4 I still enjoyed having them in the Super Bowl. So, of course, Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, it's going to be more painful of a loss if it, if we lose there, which we're not going to. We're going to win. But, you know, if it was going to happen, yeah, I would still want to rather be in the Super Bowl instead of being like the team that should have made the Super Bowl and we didn't like what happened all those years with Andy Reid, that fucking hack who goddamn
0: finally got a fucking win with fucking Kansas City with the like, team that fucking overrated piece of shit. Well, wouldn't it, be poetic? wouldn't it be poetic if we beat his Chiefs in the Super Bowl?
1: That would be a hell of a story. Yeah. That's what I want to say.
2: um you guys might be upset with me but i was really really hoping that since the eagles beat the cowboys with the cowboys backup quarterback and the cowboys beat the eagles with the eagles uh, backup quarterback that the eagles and cowboys would then meet in the nfc championship game to decide who goes to the super bowl unfortunately san fran had other plans i just thought that what that would have been a great story (laughs) and i think i had asked i had asked you guys on youtube last week or something like that i said would you rather lose to the giants in the in the wild card or lose to the Cowboys? or no divisional or at least to the cowboys in the conference championship and you said giants right
1: yeah i mean yeah i, I mean i mean if the fucking giants the giants are a little scrappy team yeah like, you know like i i don't hate the giants so if they beat us they've been like ah this you know sucks and what a disaster but you know at least it's not the cowboys fuck the cowboys
2: all yeah. philly <laughs> fans feel that way too one of my best buddies uh he's a philly fan and he he hates he said he hates the Cowboys twice before he hates any other team. That's just how, that's just how it is. <laughs> that's so
1: funny. You know what it is? There's so many goddamn fraudulent Cowboy fans like all over the city because... Yeah, the Eagles suck for goddamn ever. We know this. So they're like, oh, the Cowboys are fun to watch because the Cowboys always we'd win. Like back in the 90s and they all had the starter jackets and like all the swag and shit like that. I love and their And they're voice. still like hanging on to their childhood. It's like you could just, you know, have some gumption and root for your home team. But they're still, you know what? Fuck them. No, yeah, cheer for your losers who haven't won a playoff, won, what, two <laughs> playoff games since 1997. Good. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. Enjoy.
0: And here's the deal. When I was a kid, I was one of those, I, Emmett Smith favorite player i i when playing football i was always playing as running back so i was like oh this is cool and it was one of those deals where it's also to piss off my brother because he hated the fact that i liked him and then (laughs) once he was in little giants i was like that sealed the deal so of course i like liked the cowboys for that purpose but yeah you grow up just like you realize there's no santa claus you just you grow out of that shit (laughs) and uh yeah the amount of like philly born cowboys fans that it's like did your parents like them no why like what once again if it was in mid 90s late 90s okay but now you're still gonna hold that cross it's like whatever so people
2: like that love to hate more than they love to love their own team you know what i mean like like their whole their whole uh their whole like fan fanhood what fandom. Just, fandom. That's fandom? the word I was looking for. Thanks, man. Hmm. Uh, the whole fandom is just born based off of hatred. And yep. so they, they tend to live that way their entire lives. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I would half expect Jim to like another team to not like the Eagles because that that's his thing. No, the he Eagles are still my number one
1: no matter what. <laughs> now, I do love me some Tom Brady wherever he goes. Just... I have a long-standing yeah. rivalry with my old college roommate, so <laughs> this is this is a 20-year fight between Brady and uh, Peyton Manning, and I think we know who's won by this point. But yeah. I also love that everyone else hates him, so I just go, "Yes, yes, win another one." As a
2: as a Jets fan, I I've hated him for a long time, but I've always stood on the ground that he deserves all the respect in the world, and. Since he was, since he's been off of the Patriots and on the Bucks, he's been able to actually use Twitter and engage with other people off of, you know, not in the Patriots organization. Yeah. And it's been kind of amazing to see that he's uh, likable and relatable. And sometimes it's annoying, and sometimes I'm just like, you know what? He's all right. Yeah. Is he relatable?
3: Nice. Yeah, he's a little
1: relatable. <laughs> Look, those you know. videos of him being drunk off his ass, just throwing around the fucking trophy after they won with, with Tampa. Yeah, I was like, ah, look at this guy. Look at this fucking <laughs> old man.
2: It's great.
0: Damn it, Jim. No, I like that question though. But JD, yeah, next time don't say, "Which way will we lose?" You son of a bitch. All right, All right. As long right.
3: as they lose, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> next
0: up from Todd Howard sucks. What is
1: the worst game you've ever rented from a Blockbuster or whatever you had back in the day? For me, oh. it was Mario's Time Machine.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: That's actually a, it's pretty close. Um that... Yeah, that would be... I think that would be my answer. Mario's Time Machine. I remember renting it as a kid thinking it was going to be awesome. And uh, th- that's the one, right, where you go... You walk around in like a city as Luigi.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's it's like an educational game. You just go... What is that like, Mario's Missing? To.
0: They're like the same
1: game. Mar-
2: that's time. what it is. Mario's Missing. That's the one. Yep. Yeah,
0: then maybe it's hmm. a different game. Yeah, I thought... I,
2: that's, what I, that's
0: the one I thought of when he said that.
2: Yep. Hmm. Yeah, Mario's Missing is definitely the game as a kid that I was just... I couldn't believe that that was a a thing.
0: So I have two easy answers. Um, I don't know which one I want to pick, but see, I didn't have Blockbuster near me as a kid. I had West Coast Video. I don't know if other people had those, Um, but my rental was two games that always stuck with me as being terrible. Back to the Future on the NES, I loved the movie as a kid, and I was like, I don't get this game. Like I was really bad at it. I was like, okay, maybe I just suck at it, but... I, there was so much I didn't like, and then the uncanny X-Men on the NES, same deal. I was, as a kid in in comics, like X-Men were probably my number one, and I remember thinking like, this like weird top-down thing, that's why when I finally got X-Men for the Sega Genesis, I was like, oh my god, now this is what an X-Men game should be, but that, those first two, man, they, uh, yeah, they left a sour taste in my mouth, I was like, these suck, and yeah. it ruined my whole weekend or whatever, however many days you run at games for.
3: I don't know if I have an answer for this.
0: <laughs> Considering your I'll first tell you, game was World of
3: Yeah, right. Here's a hot take. I, I borrowed a game from someone that I thought I was going to love but ended up absolutely hating. Which, I mean, there's a huge, like, almost cult following to this game, right? Skyrim, dude. I fucking hate that game.
0: Ooh, really? Ooh
3: because before you get fast travel bro you're just walking that's all you're doing is walking mm-hmm. I, I never fell asleep playing a game before playing that <laughs> game
0: interesting i have I, seen uh, that with a I lot think of people f- first person i've ever seen not like it
1: oh i mean you're not the Twitter guys so if you go on there and they go like anytime there's an overrated game thread half of it will be skyrim
2: oh yeah
3: um the other half i'm will be with, right with those guys yeah. I'm I,
2: I get the Earthbound overrated thing. I do. It's super nostalgic for me and probably the reason why it's probably one of my favorite games is just because it takes RPGs to I guess in a different direction. It's not it's not like knights versus dragons and go save the princess and all this other stuff. It's you're a kid and you eat hamburgers out of a trash can, you use baseball bats to beat up fire hydrants. It's like the weirdest game I've ever played. I love it. But the 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 uh the, what is it called? Inventory management is awful in that game. Sure. It's it's yeah. almost broken.
0: What about you, Jambers?
1: I I only had a membership to any of those places for a couple months as a kid because the second we had a late fee, my dad would rip up the card. So, <laughs> uh, dude, there was one time like my dad was a cop and he had that cop rage. So one time we were late by like five minutes, he took out a car key and ripped up a laminated blockbuster card just right in the car in the <laughs> parking lot. I was like, wow, oh, this doesn't seem like it should be possible right now. <laughs> but uh, too funny. But yeah, I mean, I guess I never really, I didn't have the chance to rent a lot of bad stuff. So probably the worst thing I ever rented was Vigilante 8. And it's a good game, but the whole time I'm just like, oh, I wish this was Twisted Metal. So that
2: was yeah, maybe like I, the I most
1: disappointing that. thing, but it, I never had like a really bad rental for the few I had.
2: Mm. I get that. Nice. Oh,
1: that's a yeah, good question. Being I an like N64 that. boy, I was like, ah, oh, I, I don't have my Twisted Metal. Oh. <laughs> but last up from Retro Death Row of all the characters in Super Mario Brothers franchise, which is the most sensual? Hmm? <laughs> Jesus! What? Uh, of
3: all of them that's sensual, most sensual a of.
1: character in all of Super Mario.
3: So meaning like like sexual? I, I gotta go with Rosalina, right?
0: I, I like yeah, you just.
1: Can I get it's a hard peach? definition? Or like of I, 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 I like I
3: don't. <laughs> know. Who's the sex? It's, it's relating,
1: relating yeah. to or involving gratification of the senses and physical, especially sexual pleasure.
2: Well, the, <sighs> the especially sexual part.
1: See, is Rosalina too hot? Would she just lay there because she's just too used to not having to do the work? Damn um, it! Jim. I think she'd be a <laughs> probably,
2: probably. Oh man, what is this See, answer? Well, maybe, I've never played case, a Daisy game. Then.
0: Yeah. I... See, I don't have enough, like, Mario experience to have played enough games. I've never played in a game with Rosalina, so it has to be Peach, or not Peach. Uh, yeah, no, Peach. I was going to say Daisy, but I was like, that's the movie, and that's who I go to, so. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's get weird. It's going to be Birdo, I think. You know what I mean? Oh. It's got, that's now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Damn I'm
3: it. not out. I'm not out. <laughs> do you
1: go? Do you go like Lakitu he's sitting there on his cloud? Always comes in when you need him. Always comes for
0: you when
3: you need him. He's got he's just everything bad. with him. He's not I don't bad, know.
0: Jim. You know he, you're I, going. Wario. He's very useful. Don't even act like it. I'm I going think... What? <laughs> you're going Wario. Don't
1: even act like it. Look, he's soft, squishy, and cuddleable. All right. <laughs> I, more I holes think... equals more holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, Fuck.
2: I, I think if uh, if you ask this question, you at least got to give your own answer. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to have to hit him up in the Discord and ask what what his answer will be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yes, well, we're
1: going on our high note because that wraps up the questions for this week. So, once again, thank (laughs) you to everyone for the questions. Thank you for the support. And, once again, if you're new to the show, check us out on Patreon or check us out on anywhere you can find us, whether it's iTunes, YouTube, or Spotify. Leave a review. It helps us out.
0: Nah, thank you, guys. Truly appreciate it all. All right. Now, Rigney, um one yes, of the sir. topics that's one of our buddies sent us actually mm-hmm. you just talked about earthbound and there was a trailer for Earthbound dimensions did you watch this?
2: Uh, yeah so uh, you guys sent over the topics and I was like I was like when does this earthbound dimensions thing so I click on that and I watch it and this looks amazing. Okay. Um, I hope that this is made before Nintendo gets involved and Nintendo for what it's worth Nintendo doesn't let anybody do anything with Nintendo you know IPS and stuff. Yep. however they've been pretty lenient on the earthbound crowd uh to the point where they let they let them completely like fan make uh, uh mother four that's a, that's an actual game that has been like made and uh they let them fan translate mother three that never got shut down so maybe hoping because this game looks great
1: and it's all being done by one guy, too, which is insane. That's Whoa. insane. Yeah. Like, he's built this, like, full world with, like, great, you know, orchestrated, arranged music of all, like, the classic tunes from it. And, like, yep. it looks awesome. And actually, uh, our buddy Zwick sent us over, and he was like, his main question was, how long do you think until Nintendo kills it? And it's like, this trailer is seven months old, and it seems to be going. There's no news of it being website like website,
0: says. You know, like, this guy, I... Uh, yeah, uh, to your point. Even if like he can fly under a radar long enough to get it done and leak it out, right? That's the hope.
2: I uh, mean, yeah. I don't know.
0: I think it looks right. like you said not being the deepest into mother. Like I still went like just going into the background of this guy's whole product um, project and like how he's been doing. It, I'm like, that's friggin' impressive. And um, we have the links below, not only to the video but to this guy's. Website, so if you are into Earthbound, you, can, you gotta check this out because it's uh, it's pretty goddamn impressive.
2: It maybe looks it's amazing. A,
0: yeah. Maybe it's a
1: thing where if Nintendo has no plans to do anything with it anyway, kind of like Earthbound in general. Maybe they just don't give a shit and they don't go after it. It's yeah, like they that famously shut down like Mario sixty four, like all the fan remakes that they do, and like the expanded HD versions, and mm-hmm. like that another Metroid two remake when they were coming out with their own Samus Returns remake and shit like that. So. Yeah, maybe they just don't think they're gonna have a dollar out of it. Someone else can do it. So, someone please make a new F Zero.
2: Yeah, and and, <laughs> and 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 Etoy, uh, the you know the original creator of the Mother series, he's been interviewed a thousand times, and he said that there will be no Mother Four. They, he has no plans to make like an Earthbound Two or anything like that. He's one hundred percent done with the trilogy that he made. Hmm. Oh
0: well. Well, here's the deal. It would be one of those things. Nintendo would probably let it go. If it started catching a bunch of steam and somehow like getting a lot of attention then he'd be like no shut it down
2: which is so stupid to me because i never understand when you know game developers do this it's like if you see something is catching steam like that after one dude is de- like devoted his entire like what last half a decade to it or something like that half Probably the, half a the time um yeah. it's like hire that guy make it a project exactly. that people will buy it you know what i mean like when among us blew up and it got to the point where I think that game was only run by like a guy and his friend or something like that. It got to the point where that game got so big, people got bored of it too quickly because there's only three maps and there's no yeah. extra roles and all this other stuff. But then yeah. they had people start making, uh, you know, uh, mods of the game where there's all these different roles and different maps and all this other stuff. It's like, I don't know why they didn't hire those dudes to just pump that out quicker yeah, and just keep the game alive. It's It's... It sucks, man. I hate I hate when that kind of stuff happens because you're you're punishing people that are they're doing this for literally just their, their passion projects. They're not getting paid for this stuff. Yeah, it's
0: not. Yeah, exactly.
1: Or like what do you call it? when Sega hired Christian Wrighthead to just make a new Sonic game because he was already working on a bunch of fan made shit and he already did remakes of the old games. So yeah, of that's course, awesome. Sega beans. So of course Sonic Mania is like the most loved Sonic game in how long. And then of course you know they fucked him over and shit like that when Origins and all came around. But <laughs> it's you know <laughs> <laughs> Sega beans, Sega. But, yeah, yeah, it's still just like, just hire these people and give them, like, you know, it's going to be more pay than they would have ever expected for it anyway. And then you can still yeah. make all the money off it, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, it's I so mean, stupid.
3: that The trailer looks fucking awesome. And like we said earlier, I never played EarthBound before, and that's, like, one of the reasons why our podcast exists is because I never played EarthBound before. But watching that trailer, like, I would 135% play that game if it actually came out, so. Yeah this guy the fucking money man let him do it yeah no mm-hmm.
0: zwick thank you though i appreciate you sending this over to us because it's it's one of these stories i hope turned into something good hopefully yeah. you can keep chugging along and not be bothered fingers crossed
2: that would be great I, I will say quickly before i move on um that because i watched this video my youtube algorithm has now just suggested all these other like fan-made games and um all uh-huh. these like animated shorts of earthbound i also think earthbound would be, make a great like animated it'll series I cartoon. think it would be so good as an animated series but of course like that will never get done either like it hasn't gotten done yet so I don't yeah. know why I would expect it to No it'll
0: be one of those things where they like instead of like doing the things that make sense they'll be like you know what this needs a live action movie and you know who's gonna star in it Seth Rogen
2: You're like, why? <laughs> Seth <laughs> Rogen has the mess <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man that'd be great Maybe bit.
3: 20 years ago, Haley Joel Osment. Exactly. <laughs> hey, the
1: way he looks, he could still pull it off. Damn yeah, it! Probably, Jim. probably. He's an eternal baby. The poor guy.
0: <laughs> He's a big baby now. That's a big baby.
1: Much like my daughter calls me. Oh, <laughs> no, my daughter calls me a fat baby. I'm like, thank you, Harper. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: well... <laughs> I know she's not. <laughs>
3: Damn. Got him.
0: All right, Chambers. So uh, this next one, I'm not sure if somebody sent to you or you found it, but I do love when life imitates art. And this is exactly what we get here with the U.S. Marines.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, all growing up here playing video games. We're all 90s kids. We're all around the same age. Our parents telling us, you know, you'll never get any skills out of this. Nothing will ever come from it. Well, maybe we will beat some fucking government produced AI in the future, we never know that. <laughs> because the Pentagon's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, they invested resources into a robot that's been trained to identify humans. And here's the thing, it is crazy easy to confuse. So basically, it's almost like building an AI program to identify people, they had all these different groups of Marines, you know, basically try to find a way to trick it, and every single one did. And the most hilarious one, pulling it right out of the Metal Gear book, they put cardboard boxes over themselves. (laughs)
3: That's (laughs) amazing. That's so awesome.
0: Well, that's that's what's funny is, like, when you read the article, so they basically stood the robot in the middle of a traffic circle. And some of the Marines, like, did things like you know just moved from a tree or walked in a way they couldn't recognize it as human movement or like did cartwheels towards them but yeah like jim said literally just getting a cardboard box it's like yeah man like that's one of those things i w- the only <laughs> the only miss here is that i really hope they actually film that and then one day we actually get to see that being filmed oh because that would be awesome
2: yeah, no. yeah. With the edited sound and the exclamation point, like over exactly there, and yeah, all Roop, that stuff. Yep, exactly.
0: Well <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a question though. Honestly, other than the latest Smash game, I haven't played uh any of the latest Metal Gear Solid. It's like I don't know if that's a thing they still do. Would current gen kids even get that reference, do you think?
3: Ooh.
2: Um only from Smash. It's the same reason why anybody knows about, like, Earthbound and who, like, Captain Falcon is, I think, is from Smash Brothers. From
0: Smash. No, oh, Smash definitely.
1: saved and revitalized so many freaking franchises.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, hmm. I mean, it's been, what, when was uh, Metal Gear 5? What was it, like, 2018 or something like that?
2: It might have even been longer than that, right? Because Hideo Kojima was, wasn't he released from Konami, like, before that?
0: He was booted, like, halfway through its development or something. Something Yeah. Right? Well, the latest game was Survive in 2018, and Five was 2015. But oh, I don't shit, know. Really? I, I don't know if in Survive or Five, if if you could do the box. Like I would just assume that would always be a thing they'd bring back, but maybe not. So it's at yeah. least
2: in the first three. I never played four or five, but it's at least in the first three.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's one of those deals where it's like that. That's uh, I I just I I absolutely love when you see shit like this because. You know, especially something like the Marines. Like, you're going to take yourself really serious. And then some dude's like, I got a great idea. Here's how we're going to fix this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that yeah. shit. The gamers awesome. finally rose up. Yeah, I uh,
3: want to meet that guy who came up with the cardboard box idea.
0: Oh, you know, he's fun as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. But now he's giving away uh, secrets. And now the robot's going to be able to detect human movement <laughs> in a cardboard box. And now we're fucked. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all That's going to so turn a black mirror. Don't make the IIT <laughs> smart. God damn yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> <coughs> all right, Chambers. So uh, this next one, um, have either of you guys now, I can safely say, Yazir, I know not you, but uh, Rigney, have you played any of the PlayStation VR stuff?
2: Uh, no, this is probably one of uh, my more like humiliating like gaming things is that I haven't owned a PlayStation since PS2 really um, yeah so wait. I I, uh, I had to make a decision because uh, the Xbox 360 gen was the first generation where I was an adult and I had to buy this console on my own now there's no Christmas presents birthday presents that are going to get me the the console mm-hmm. so I made a decision and the decision was purely based off a of halo so I just went halo Xbox 360 I'm getting halo 3 that's that's the decision made uh since then I've been an Xbox guy Except oh well, okay. I didn't get I got the Xbox One and I only got that used and then I hated it. I hated everything about it and I I one hundred percent like agree that the PS4 is better, even though I never had one. Um, and
3: I love my PS4. I I
2: just hate the whole I hate the whole thing where you have to download the game and then that takes all day to do and then you can't even play the game without putting the disc in. So I still need the disc after downloading the whole game all day. I don't understand. I'm stupid. I don't get <laughs> Broken it. Broken to modern gaming. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah, That's an unfortunate just modern system thing. Um, well, no, it's funny because Jim and I have talked many times. We were definitely 360 kids, like oh, yeah. where that was our primary. But I we were both also PS3 kids, mostly because. We needed an affordable Blu-ray player at some point. And <laughs> oh, that was better. the best one on the market for like many, many, many years. And that's still honestly, um, other than if I'm capturing something on my PS3, that's like in my bedroom as like my my Blu-ray player. Cause I'm like, I'm not buying a new one. <laughs> um now yeah, eventually you? like same deal. PS4. I got one because it was finally cheap enough and it was like whatever. I, I can I can get one. There's games I want to play ps5 i only got because actually jim's wife um like there was a sign up for sony like to get get like a shot at getting one and how many years had the series x and the ps5 been out and it it was like
1: we both got ours in 20 or was it 21 no last last year it was last year so they were out for four years or so
0: it was finally like oh cool like it's it's just could i get that or the series x first and then I finally got it, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. So then...
1: right? I like of, how the mailing lists that my wife was signing up for wound up in you getting a PS5, and I didn't get one through that. <laughs> I had to get exactly. one through, like, a scalper that my neighbor knew, who only, like, charged 30 extra bucks, but, yeah. you know, That's it wasn't bad. anything bad. No, I, I didn't I, complain about it at all, but still.
0: So I got mine $30 cheaper, Jim. I was like, fucking <laughs> right!" Let <Like> my wife <laughs> do all the hard work for
1: you. Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> but... One of the things is like, and I I acknowledge, hey, I think when it comes to exclusives or whatever, PlayStation, you can't really touch it. Jim and I have said many times from a social aspect, Xbox, I think, does it way better. And especially with Game Pass nowadays, it's not even a competition. They're the best service out there for gaming, using Netflix, all the shit. Now, that being said, I have heard that PlayStation VR is pretty badass, but I haven't experienced any of it. And they've just released these uh, VR two titles. I just want to play any of it. Like shit, I'll take VR one at this point if it's cheap <laughs> enough, just because I haven't experienced it yet. And it's one of those I haven't dived my feet. The only time I did was uh, Jim at your house. Who was it? Uh, Thomas's VR set. What was that?
1: Yeah, Tom. He had the uh, the new Oculus. So he had the Quest, I think.
0: That was my first time ever playing a VR game, except for, like, way back in the day when it was, like, at an arcade and there was a VR system. Yeah. And it's, like, I know that's eventually where shit will go. I don't think it will be exclusively that, but there will come a point when, like, that is, like, wow, this is awesome. And I don't know, like, are you guys at all interested in VR? Is that something you think you'll ever dip your toes into, or you just got to wait till it's cheap enough like Gemini? Uh
3: I mean, I have a buddy whose father is, uh, he has this, like, private, pi- private pilot's license. Nailed it. And, uh, <laughs> so he had this whole rig set up, like, this whole, like, flight simulator set up in VR with, like, the pedals and the, oh, the yoke and everything. So, like, that was my, like, first introduction to, like, VR and shit. And he had a couple other games, and I almost, like, punched some shit off his wallet or whatever. I don't remember the game or whatever, but, uh. But I've seen the list of this new, <coughs> uh, like the VR2 thing. And the thing that, <laughs> that caught my eye the most was job simulator. Job simulator. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you're going to go home and chill out with some video games and simulate going back to work.
2: Well not the same job, guys. Oh a different job. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, that would be crazy.
3: But you're still going back to
0: work. But it but that job simulator that that caught steam the same time as the like power wash simulator, the like all the like the lawnmower simulator, like all these ones where you go, why would you want to do that? But then the fuck is wrong with you people? (laughs) But but it's also one of those weird things. You look at a lot of games like that. You're like, why would you want to grind in this and that? Now, Job Simulator is a very, like, cartoon. because I saw it on Steam a couple times, and it's an older game. But it's one where it's, like, a very high-level fictionalized office job, but it's, like, cartoonish and goofy. So it's more goofy. But, no, I believe, to your point, in the future, there's going to be people like, you know what? I just want to be a simulated mechanic and go through all the hardships (laughs) or like, like yeah, yeah, a power watch. It's like, why would you want to do that?
3: Or truck driving simulator. And like that exists. Yeah, You know, you sit on your thing, go for an eight hour drive in your simulator. (laughs) You could just get in a a truck, dude. And do it. You mentioned
0: that pilot having that rig. I must've accidentally one time for too long watched these dudes who had these fucking racing game setups at their house oh, with the many monitors, the full like yeah, yeah. steering wheel shift. I'm like, yeah. and now I see them all the time. I'm like, one, how much did you spend on that? And like, all you can do is play. I don't even know what racing game they're playing, but it's like really impressive to look at. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, like yeah. you could have probably bought a legit car with how much you spent on this, oh, probably yeah. this setup. It's insane.
2: My buddy does a little bit of that. Um, he doesn't have like that crazy oh, of a yeah. setup or anything, but yeah, he, he does do a little bit of it. And actually that was my first experience with VR as well. I, I didn't, I didn't play it myself, but um, actually i like paint houses and stuff for a living Mm -hmm. not like in a simulator i actually go to a house and i paint Um, don't
3: lie it's a simulator (laughs) he does both he does both
2: and uh so i I was at this guy's house before and it's like he had an entire like roll cage like set up and everything where he like sat down inside of it had the monitors set up he had a bookshelf with all of his trophies that he's won and i'm like what do you do is this what you do all day
3: like This is wild. Did it have, like, the hydraulics where, like, the whole thing moves? Yeah. you're, like... Yeah, it was wild. Well, the difference is if you crash that car, it costs you nothing.
0: Yeah. If you crash
3: (laughs) a real car, you might die, and you have to buy a new car.
0: Yeah. And chances are you're not getting a Ferrari in real life or whatever. So, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's like these VR games and these things, like, what, you know... When I look at the list, there's plenty of games that look cool and I've seen some really funny looking like Star Wars games where like you have the force and like they like literally like grab someone from afar, put it through their eyes, but it got me thinking like when it comes to VR, I feel like you have your very standard like a first person shooter, a racing game, some kind of horror game, probably an overly kiddy like puzzle game
2: mm-hmm. and
0: boxing are like always going to be on those lists. Outside of that, though, I, th- I, s- I started thinking, like, I've seen people do mods for first person, like Legend of Zelda, like the original Legend Legend of Zelda, but in VR first person mods. Yep. And I think, like, that's the future I think it would be very interesting. Like, what if they did, Jim, yeah. like a Streets of Rage 2 mod in first person? Oh, shit, that would roll. Like, I <laughs> mean, like, you know, like Max, like, going through, or like, you know. Elden Ring in first person, like like you know, like yeah. that'll be the type of shit that I think you will see. I can't dodge roll
3: as well as he does though,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or you just try to really do it and like mess up your whole rig.
1: Like, <laughs> Dude, speaking of that, I seen I'd uh, wreck I think my a, like, rotator cuff doing that.
3: I seen a TikTok I think the other day of you know the walk the plank game, the like the old like one of the mm-hmm. first like VR games. Yeah, this old lady walks to the end of the pl- and for some reason, she just thought she could jump off. So <laughs> <she did. laughs> You just, like, dove into the corner of her living room. I, I, I don't know what was going through her mind. But. Yeah,
2: I'd never let my mom play. I <laughs> wouldn't. So,
3: yeah. It was hilarious.
2: At least not without taking a video. <laughs> yeah.
3: Now, Jim,
0: I mean, let me ask you. I mean, obviously, if it was at a price point that's reasonable, do you think you could see yourself getting any of these VR setups? Maybe. I mean, I was
1: actually really pissed off when I heard that the uh, PSVR 2 isn't backwards compatible at all with the first set.
0: I, which and, is so stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's I I I mean I get it, quote unquote, because it's a completely different technology they're using for it. So, fine. But, I mean, yeah, some of the games look interesting. Like, you know, uh, Resident Evil, I'm sure, would make me shit my pants. Uh, Gran oh my Turismo yeah. would be fun. Uh, even a game like Rez, which is like, you know, or like uh, Tetris Effect. Like, they're very visual, like, very stylized kind of games. So there's some cool stuff here, but I'm still not seeing anything that's making me go, oh, I got to get this. Oh, I gotta have to get, get that. It. Yeah.
2: Uh, I've been seeing I mean, seeing NFL a lot of... Pro
1: Era. I mean, I'm sorry. That'd there you go. Hard. That's what I was
2: just going to say. I've been seeing a lot of videos on NFL Pro Era, and that looks... It looks crappy, but it looks like a fun kind of crappy. You know what I mean? Like, it looks like it could be, still be, like, a good time. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a game that I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to go buy the VR to, to play that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I would hope that one of my friends could get it at some point, and I could just go to their house and play it.
0: It might be blasphemy to say, but it might be a game... I know it's best-selling game, and the reason why the Wii was a success, The Wii Sports, let's face it, it's a crappy game. It's just a tech demo. Yeah. But it's 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 not that it's a fun game. It's just fun to play with other people. Mm-hmm, Whereas, mm-hmm. like, there, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of VR games like that. Now, it's going to be more confusing because you probably really can't play unless you get multiple sets. But games like that, yeah, maybe they are just, like, fun to do in first person. Like, as long as it's done kind of well like maybe that is a good game i don't know like i, I looked up that trailer i was like okay that's interesting to say yeah, like
1: i mean i'm not really deep in the vr scene so like most of these games i've never even heard of like pistol whip or pavlov vr or tale of onogoro like what? what 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 are these games? so
2: pavlov is the guy that trained his dog right yes yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's that's the a, guy with the bells Is just <laughs> the same they made a game about that guy you just train your dog? Uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it is. They call it
0: Dog
1: Trainer Simulator.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. well, there probably will be, yeah. But or like Pav- Dog Walker. It'll, no, it'll be like Dog Shit Cleaner Simulator.
2: There so it is. As, oh, as is. much as you can. But this Pavlov so- sounds like a game award, like a game of the year type of name. You know what I mean? Like mm. Dog dog Trainer Simulator is not going to win Game of the Year. But Pavlov, that sounds like a <laughs> Exactly. That would be
1: that indie game that no one's heard of and no one's played. It just gets on all these lists for Game of the Year.
2: Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, but no, I, this is one where it'll probably pass all of us, to be honest. VR shit, at least right now, eh, it's not in my yeah. purview. It's not, it's, not, it's not anywhere in my
3: future. I'll so. say that. i am seeing. Unless you could have, like, a giant warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, an, an infinite amount of space where you just put a wireless headset on and, like, have this Actually, wireless, yeah. like, gun. And, like, I don't know.
2: I, I will say i've seen those i don't know it's i don't know if it's a place you go or whatever but it has the thing that you can like run on and like turn around and stuff like that like yeah, those yeah. things look pretty cool be, that looks yeah. dope.
0: yeah exactly yeah one day they'll perfect it i'm sure and that will be like our kids kids maybe or even when our kids are older it's like oh yeah like cool like you have your little vr set up but yeah, <laughs> not for us not for a long time
2: yeah, we yeah, show them TMNT no. on the okay. NES, and they're like, you should play this Did game. I get the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
3: don't know.
0: But speaking of our childhoods and uh, trying to hype us up for something that probably will never be, I don't know if you guys were Sega Dreamcast fans, but from timeextension.com, Hyperkin, who uh, they've been in some hot water. I they, I, I still love my uh, my Retron 5. I love it. Um I can't speak to any of their other products, but they're like the emulation masters. I'll call them. Um, they put out a tweet saying that they want to make the Sega Dreamcast too, and showed the controller and like basically said like this isn't official, but this would be our dream. Basically, <laughs> yeah. So it got people talking, and it's one of those things, kind of like we were just talking about with uh, with Mother, where it's like. Sega ain't doing shit, you know they're not ever really going to develop the Dreamcast 2, so could they, should they, would they ever let another company run with it?
2: Uh, I don't think it'll ever happen, um, and to be honest, I think it's one of those things that everybody thinks they want, but really, like if they're going to get it, it's not going to be good. Especially if Hyperkin does it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, really. Like, we want a Sega Dreamcast too. We wouldn't want the Hyper Dream, like the Hyperkin Dreamcast too. At least in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I have pretty fond memories with the Dreamcast, but I know a lot of people never really got into it. Uh, that was one of those things. I, I never asked for that system as a kid, but my mom kind of just surprised me with it uh, for Christmas one year. Uh, so I have I don't know. I have a lot of like fond memories with the Dreamcast. I think I think that the Dreamcast too. Is nice in theory because it is such an underrated console, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that Hyperkin is really the one to take that take that on.
1: And what would you put on it?
2: Yeah, like, exactly. What does even Sega
1: have that you would put
0: on it.
2: Who's developing for it? You know, right, exactly. Yeah, nothing.
0: That that's they, a problem. Yeah, like I think your best path of success at this point, come now with the two at this point. Yeah, like what are you gonna do? Bring whatever Shenmue that's already out for everything else. Give a new Shenmue exclusive to that and a yeah, few man. other titles. Like, there's really no point to it. If anything, do what the mo- the smartest thing is. Sega, you've already done two Genesis minis. Just go right to the Dreamcast mini. Just release a Dreamcast mini. Man, get yeah. all the major, get Power Stones, get Shenmue, get <laughs> all the games on there. Marvel versus Capcom 2. Just do it. And that can be an easy, big selling point, I think.
2: I also think it'd be great if, if they did that, if they released like the Dreamcast mini, but they released it with a I don't know, maybe maybe a couple new games for like their old yeah. IPs, a new like golden axe or something like that, throw that on there, I think would be kinda cool. Yeah. I don't know. Think there's of a ton of people different.
1: who've been like the fan community around the Dreamcast has been, you know, uh developing games for it for you know, two decades now. Like there's still new yeah. games coming out for the Dreamcast. Throw a bunch of those on there, license them out. I'm sure they come cheap.
2: Right
0: so did you guys I know you do a lot of emulating have you ever heard her? Oh, excuse me heard of open boar no so to Jim's point um, I found this last year and I, I got sucked in so open boar is a is a I don't even know it's like a system that you can use but you can actually burn it on cds and run it through your dreamcast now i also run hmm. it through my emulator but they have some of the best looking and honestly best playing beat em ups from indie developers i've seen where it'll be like a lot of them are based off streets of rage 2 engine but okay. they use crazy ips like the original he-man masters of the universe like, that exact art style, but done in a full beat up Or, like, I played uh, updated Golden Axe or, like, Resident Evil as a beat up but done in, like, Streets of to Rage 2. It's really fun, huh. um, but they have literally hundreds, if not thousands, of games, and they're completely compatible with going on your Dreamcast. That's awesome. So, um, I, just, I just, like I said, I do it through my computer and emulate it there, but they all run smooth. Like, I played this one crazy game. Uh, Evil Dead 2 beat them up. And it's like I said, imagine Evil Dead 2 in Streets of Rage style. Yeah. With, like, they even have, like, now obviously I wouldn't say it's all legal, but they have, like, music and sound cues from the movie in right. the game as you're playing. So it's really well done and shit like that. Like So there is a community, to Jim's Point out there, that wants to see this shit. So, yeah, do something like you're saying. Make a mini- throw on some of these new games and you know what if that gets enough hype because honestly other than this and the Saturn like what else do you really need a mini version of from
2: right yeah yeah I don't think they're making any mini you know game gears
0: yeah exactly
1: (laughs) yeah not too many I think they did those mini ones a couple years ago like the super small minis that I, I don't I only know like one person who really bought them so they came with like five games each they were also charging like fifty bucks a pop, which is like nah, 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 nah.
2: But, Yeah, that's crazy.
0: But no, so I mean neither so Rigney, you said you uh you're like me. Like I Dreamcast to me, like that get that system I, I have ton of fond, fond memories for. I remember even like thinking it's so cool, I'm like, dude, I'm like on the internet on my system. Like this is insane. <laughs> yep. Like there's a browser on my T V. Like this is crazy. Like
2: the the VMUs really put it over for me when I was a kid i was like these things are insane
0: yeah yeah it was a it was a neat little feature it was one of those things it's like look yep. what i have
1: <laughs> it was a cool idea but it didn't hold shit for memory either though because too much of it was for the mini games and crap that they threw on there
2: yeah no it didn't do a whole lot but as a kid i was like this thing is pretty cool you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. i think as like i think i was 10 when i got the dreamcast so i was just like wow that is pretty dope that it comes up uh, like right on my controller i can see the logo of the game that i'm yep. playing how amazing yeah, is yeah, that? I <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think for, like, a Dreamcast 2 to have any success, like, like, Sega still owns Atlas, so they would just need to make, like, every Persona game, like, exclusive to the Dreamcast 2 to have, like, any kind of hype around it, because I don't even think Sonic would get that much for them anymore.
2: Probably not. Not unless they started making, like, old Sonics again, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, but, uh, but gentlemen, I want to say, first of all, we truly, truly appreciate you guys coming on, and I want to ask... How was the Coors and how was the Yingling? How did it treat you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, same as it always does. You
0: know? <laughs> same old, same old shit. Pretty
3: goddamn good, you know? Yeah, it's no no called a for a reason. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now what about you, Jamers? That, uh, that first beer, how'd you like it?
1: It was really good. I don't know if it was the alcohol or whatever. It got easier to drink with the second one. I didn't notice as much of the, the overt sugariness and all that stuff. But when I killed that off, I just moved on to Coors Light. Old figure once again. So I knew if I had like three of them, I would just be hurting tomorrow, probably. So,
0: Jim, as I said before, you really got to get yourself a case of Keystone because you can't have a goddamn Oof. Keystone flag behind you and not and never <laughs> have had it like on the podcast. It's been a long
1: time since I've had it on the podcast. So, yeah, right, I, I mean, try <laughs> twist my arm, please.
0: Or, or just get a different flag, is all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> no, 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 no different flag. <laughs> I'll just buy the keystone. Yingling flag back there, dude.
1: I would gladly have a gangling flag. I'll just drape this whole goddamn thing with flags.
3: <laughs> the cheaper the better.
0: <laughs> no, but once again, please make sure everyone, if you're listening, go over, check the links below, Reliving Retro, subscribe to these guys on every platform, whether you want to listen or watch them, and same for us, if you've listened this far, please make sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you can see when we get new videos out, and if you're listening... Hit the subscription if you give us a five-star rating. Even if you want to bash us in the comments, we will read them on each and every one of these (laughs) Power Hour podcasts. So with that, thank you guys once again for coming on, and cheers. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having us.
3: Cheers. See you guys later. (laughs)